0: Mike. Chris. Show. And welcome to, yeah, we've changed studios again. We are now in the fabulous purple room at the Who, What, Where studios. This is where we all started. This is where we started. We actually started over in this corner over here. You you have to go all the way back to
1: like episode one to see that stuff. Early installment weirdness, so to speak. And and our first video actually now has like more views than all of our videos. Eh, There's a surprise. It's like a hundred and... Well, last time I looked, it was 148, but I think it's more now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even looked at it. I don't know what the view counts are. We're lucky to pull six anymore. I think that's how we pulled in our last
1: We one. We do get more on Facebook. I mean, true. But it would be nice if you guys did go over to our, our YouTube channel, Who, What, Where, or just look up The Spike and Chris Show. And make sure, see. apparently, it helps a whole lot for YouTubers if you hit that like button and subscribe.
0: Take your middle finger and just hit that like button and take that middle finger and hit the subscribe button and hit, take that middle finger and hit that little bell so you'll be notified like YouTube will you do any that of, of that because of YouTube with the middle finger. We are now on Rumble, by the way, by the time you see this, we are now on rumble.com. Rumble is a new startup site that is that aims to be YouTube without all the
1: restrictions.
0: <clears throat> and, is, and a lot easier to monetize, apparently. So, right now we have $1.38 sitting in our Anchor account. That's the only money we've been a, year or, and a half. I, was, I was actually going to ask, how's our... Uh... I actually managed to post our first podcast back up in a month on Anchor, because I just never got around to it.
1: There's some diehard so if fans you go to Anchor, there, man.
0: Anchor.fm if you go over there, have a look. We do have Scott Tacular Six up now. I will be posting. This will now be four regular places you'll be able to pick up either
1: audio or video from the show. Which means if you don't want to look at our pretty faces, you can at least listen to our voices. While and you're driving. As we crack your your
0: car windshield screeching at each other. Yeah. Anyway. So, <laughs> what are we yakking about now? You said we had a few... Apparently well, yeah, it's been a slow week. We're recording it's, this on December 20th, 2020. It's, it's, it's Christmas a, is coming up. i got places to be and Santa's to do. So what are we... Yeah,
1: doing? I mean, this is probably... So is this like our last show before... <sighs> our, last,
0: what? our last show before Christmas. I don't know if you want to try to do it next week or not, because that will be the 27th. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. see what we'll <laughs> see what happens. We'll just see what happens because I mean, even if y'all are busy for your New Year's and stuff, we're probably not. At least I know I'm not. But Anyway, so what do you got for what do you got as far as news wise? If you ain't got nothing, I got a couple of things. I got. I, I got. Right. Let's we'll see what three news wise. Let me see what you got on news items so
1: I can. Uh, well, cyberpunk. <laughs> The Cyberpunk 27.7. Yes. The most anticipated game that everybody has been waiting for has been taken off the shelves. <laughs> and not sold out, no. Apparently, this has been in a decade... It's been a decade since it actually was pronounced, but back in 2012, I think it was. And everybody got excited at the E3 event when Keanu Reeves is, came out and said that he is plays a character in the game that literally narrates you through it pretty much so the issues in case you're wondering how come that cyberpunk 2077 isn't in your hands is because they took it off the shelves because there's glitches Let's see I got a list here glitching it crashes frequently and apparently it doesn't play, even though they say it does, it doesn't play on the PS4 or the Xbox One. Sounds kind of like Windows 10, but hey, that's, that's me. You can actually look at many videos that people have posted about all the glitches. There's one where the male character, when you dress him, his uh, private part is sticking out the middle finger anyway. yeah people are dropping out of the sky <coughs> uh yeah so and apparently this is this i think there was like 80 million uh people literally pre-ordered this game and will not see it now they're refunding everybody's money <laughs> and this is actually the worst uh thing that has happened in game history Since The Last of Us 2, anyway. (laughs) So. Oh. Yeah. So if you're thinking about getting Cyberpunk 2077, then, yeah, ain't gonna happen.
0: There's a video out there, and I can't remember, I think it's Game Theory does it, about uh, about what gaming is like nowadays for a person who doesn't play video games. I mean, I dropped out with The Week. Okay, that was the last thing I've, I played, was a, was a Nintendo Wii. it yeah, right. was the last dedicated gaming anything. Everything else, either casual gaming on a smartphone, or I've got like a, a mini Super Nintendo that I don't play either, but it has a bunch of the old SNES stuff on it. And it's just picking up a controller. I don't even know where to start with a PS5 controller or the new Xbox X1, triple X, whatever whatever the current model generation is. I can't pick up one of those controllers and know where to start. I don't know how to use these things because they're not intuitive. You've got a, a stick here, you've got the pad here, you've got buttons all over, you've got button here, button here, button under here, button up here, and all these other buttons and stuff. I gave up on it. I gave up, honestly. This is not a joke. Back in 1990, I was living in Maryland. I was living in Maryland, working at Fort Meade when I was back in the Army. And the Sears store, remember when Sears stores were a thing? The Sears store had a PlayStation display. This is the original OG Generation 1 PlayStation. And it was brand new at the time. And you could sit there, and you were playing. I don't even know what the what in the hell it was playing, but it, it looked spectacular compared to like the the Genesis and the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, and the N sixty four, and all the other stuff. It looked spectacular, but I couldn't figure out how to control anything. Right. Now the Nintendo sixty four controllers, it, it that is the one that I probably. That is the most complicated controller I, ever, I was ever able to use. Now, understand, uh, the PlayStation, this PlayStation controller, the Xbox controllers are largely al- arranged along the same lines, but I cannot, for the life of me, get my head into it. Because Nintendo, True. the thing about gaming today, it's not designed for outsiders. Comic books go through the same thing. Hmm. <sighs> Comic books, you can't go in to, like, Scott's Comic Relief, 420 East Main Street, sweetie. Please go out there. He's got a lot of stuff. He'll, he'll love it. Anyway, even if you're not a comics fan, you'll find all kinds of stuff. Anyway. The of course, th- I don't <laughs> have to use the paid promotion thing, because he don't give us a chat. But Anyway. The, uh, And it's not Christmas yet by the time we post this, so hopefully. So please go give Scott some, some love and hopefully some money, but he'll take all he <coughs> can get right now. Anyway. The... Nintendo actually pays more attention to people who have not necessarily had a lot of experience playing games. No other studio except for Nintendo does that. They don't, there's not an easy beginner, let grandma and grandpa have the controller and figure out, and start the game and start a new game and see if they can figure out how to to make Link run around in circles and stuff. (laughs) PlayStation, like I said, I know PlayStation's up to Generation Five. I don't even know what the new Xbox model is called. Is it the One? Is it the X? Is it? Uh, it sounds. It's, it's the
1: refrigerator. It's mini refrigerator. It's the mini fridge. Yes. Uh, I'm an Xbox guy. I don't know nothing about PlayStation. I Xbox for me is my go-to thing. I, I already know how to use the controllers. With me, like I love all the old games, don't get me wrong, but I sucked at them. Like even Mario, I was horrible. (laughs) But man, I learned that when, as soon as the very first Halo game came out, I was really good at killing people. (laughs) Call of Duty came out, same thing. I could like, it was like, yes, all my frustration, die. That, That might, I need help. I'm back sorry. in back in two thousand and seven, when
0: when we had Gateway Comics going, Late and lamented, but we would have gaming sessions, and yeah, I would actually play Halo with you because I was I was, I was actually able to kill you a bunch of
1: times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the only modern gen. Well, I can't even say modern generation anymore, because that was thirteen years ago. Yeah. And it was, it was but a Halo is still strong
1: out. too. There's a new Halo game coming is still out. Too. Kicking around.
0: But let me tell you, as as somebody who's not on the inside of comic of uh, video games, I'm on the inside of comic books, and, and we'll get to this, in, if not in this video, on another one. It depends on what you got on your list. Let me tell you, as an outs, I'm now an outsider on video games. I have not kept up with the last two or three generations of machines or anything. Okay, let me tell you what I know about gaming. I know. Cyberpunk 2077 can brick your console and I know The Last of Us 2 involves a, a really nasty protag uh protagonist who gets basically sexed in the rear. That's all I know about modern gaming. Okay? That was the only thing that really that I actually know. So, go out and discuss people. Where are guys like me, okay? Used to be beyond casual gamers. I'm not even a casual gamer anymore. I'm so tired of everything because even casual games have chased me off with all the ads and stuff that keep cramming down your throat. And the only way you can actually get any way, any kind of decent performance out of it is to pay a fortune for power ups every time you turn around. Pay to play, I'm sure it's great for those who want to do it as long as you don't let the kids have access to your debit card. Yeah. but hey
1: i really wish that there was more people that would explore the old gaming style i really wish uh beth and they all uh noobs with, noobs with boobs yeah they're out there somewhere uh like they they explored like the mini games but i wish they would have done more and get back into doing that and explore the old Nintendo style games and and, yeah. and they're out there. There's the old games are still out there. You can actually buy like the little console that has them all or mm-hmm. you know. Well, and there are yeah. a
0: few games out there that that can appeal to people who aren't they're not first person shooters. Yeah. Okay, you really have to be of a certain temperament to play a first person shooter. First person shooters, I didn't play Golden back on the Nintendo 64 which Incidentally, it was one of the landmarks of first-person shooters to show it could actually happen. And, I don't know, things like Shovel Knight, and there's a couple others out there, those show promise. But again, the sheer effort of having to find it, install it, get through the learning curve, and then dedicate time to actually playing it. I ain't got it. If you're working for a living right now, and there ain't nearly enough of us right now because of Governor Koof Bashir and his bunch of goofs, for those of us who work for a living, there's just not time to dedicate to that, especially if you're in a committed relationship. Because you better pay attention to your spouse or (laughs) (laughs) you'll get to sit out in the front, (laughs) you get to sit out in your mom's basement playing. Playing your games, and that's not an option for us. Anyway, Anyway. what what was your next thing?
1: Alright, so uh, take it or leave it, is Tom Cruise a bad guy for yelling at his staff? (laughs) On the Mission Impossible movie. Now, uh, (laughs) go ahead. The story broke out a couple of days ago where there's an audio of Tom Cruise yelling at the the crew members on the on the new Mission Impossible Seven, believe it or not, <laughs> Mission Impossible Seven crew, because of COVID and talking about, do you want this place to be shut down? All this and st- somebody wasn't wearing their mask properly, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, a lot of people are, agree with him, and a lot of people are saying that rich people should not yell at, you know, small time workers. And that's like they're not small-time workers. I'm sorry, but they're not the crew members working on the movie. They get paid more than what well, any of us do. But the thing is, is that uh, this is happening. You got to understand, Hollywood. When they said that they were going to go back to work during this pandemic, there's a lot of restrictions. If one crew member or one cast member gets tested and uh, has the COVID, the movie actually gets shut down. Yeah, because everybody is suspected of being infected exactly. now until they can prove otherwise. Exactly. All the testing you gotta go through, everything. So, there, people who are still making movies and TV shows are underneath very strict rules right now and is looking after very carefully because one slip-up, yeah, the whole thing gets shut down. And the film industry is in trouble Everything, you know. So it's, I I definitely see his point. Of course, I also think that it's amazing that all this came out and Mission Impossible 7 has just now finished filming. It's like they don't want to do it when, when it's going on. They waited until after it was done filming. Like. Mission Impossible is one of the
0: Paramount franchises, isn't it? So that falls under the CBS Viacom umbrella. Oh, uh, yeah. Which means fine. this is going to go to Paramount Plus, probably, instead of going to the theaters, which is another discussion we have to have. Oh, no. no. The, the way I look at it is this. when I've been On YouTube, I keep track of probably about a couple dozen content creators. People... Have mainly bloggers like us who'll sit here and mouth off and give our opinions like we're experts and anything. But, sure. when this first happened, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of names, like The Quartering, he actually came down on on the side of, uh, I can't think of its name, Tom Cruise. He came down on Tom Cruise's side saying, yeah, the, this production's been, had to, Basically, only existing because the authorities are allowing it happen. So stop screwing around, stop wasting time on this stuff, and stop trying to get us shut down. If somebody sees you not wearing, not keeping your distance, not wearing your mask, wearing the burka, whatever. Okay. And then, then after a couple of days, then I started seeing the ones that were critical of him because he blew up again, and more, and people started putting on him this time, like uh, Clownfish TV. Started reporting on that one. So. Oh, TV. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a good source. <laughs> usually on things Disney, they're my go to because I've, I've seen a lot of. We need to talk about Abigail Disney if you don't know who she is. But we'll talk about that in a minute because that's something that I had actually forgotten about. I remember, I've, I learned about it back with Jim Hill. But that's. Anyway. Here's the way I look at it Tom Cruise is going to get paid whether this movie gets made or not. Oh, yeah. Everybody else, except for a few of the top stars that are in the movie, everybody else, all the cast, all the crew, almost everybody else, if, if they're not in production, they're not getting paid. So Cruz gets paid whether they make the movie or not. Yeah, it's true, he makes he gets he gets points when it actually releases and stuff, so yeah, there's an incentive for him to finish it. But he's got his pile already. Okay. Yeah. Him reacting that way is trying to get people to pay attention to the fact that we are living on borrowed time here. We managed to t- managed to basically talk our way into getting this production built back up so all of you are making paychecks and can feed your families mm-hmm. again. Stop dicking around and wrecking everything. Play along for now. This will go away soon enough. We now have two virus... Uh, two shots in the pipeline. We got a third one that's on its way. So just hang in there until this starts blowing over. They can't continue this for much longer. I thought they would have given up on it after the election, but then the less said about the election right now, the better. (laughs) Although I will say the election is not over yet. But anyway, which is exactly what I was afraid was gonna happen. Right. So so I come down with Tom Cruise on this one. yeah. you've got a lot of people depending on Tom Cruise pulling this off. So that's I mean, why he's that's why he's blowing up at you.
1: It wasn't that long ago that I I sat here and read the descriptions of what uh, things that they are taking, the precautions that they are taking on Hollywood movies and TV shows, and the guidelines to help you know to get back to work during this pandemic, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't just run around without a mask on set.
0: I mean, you're you either going to have to wear the mask, you're mm-hmm. going to have to stay socially distanced, you're going to have to take your temperature every time you report to the set, or you're going to have mm-hmm. to go find the governor of whatever state you're shooting in and string him up for putting those things in place because it's always coming from the governors, not from the, the legislatures. Mm-hmm. So, unless you're willing to, unless you're willing to pay Tom Cruise enough to... What's his character? Ethan Hawke in that one. No, that's an actor. That's an actor. Ethan. To to see him Mission Impossible, his way in to to off the governor (laughs) of California, then you're just going (laughs) to have to know your role, slow down, and play along until you. What else
1: you got? Um, Millie Bobby Brown, uh, best known for her character Eleven on Stranger Things, is teaming up with the Russo brothers. And, of course, if you don't know who the Russo Brothers hes they're right up there with Steven Spielberg, for crying out loud. It, it must be underneath a rock, if you don't know who the Russo Brothers is. But uh, they're doing a movie called The Electric State, uh, about a teenage girl who meets a robot sent to her by her brother. And Apparently her brother is in trouble, so the robot and Millie Bobby Brown goes on this big adventure to save her brother.
0: hmm Yeah. In other no. words, it's Big Hero 6, but the other way around. That's I said. <laughs> Which is actually just the Caves of Steel writ large.
1: Mm.
0: That's all I got to say.
1: I was, like, I was like, this reminds <laughs> me of Big Hero I, 6.
0: I feel bad for the Asimov family, cause, especially the Asimov estate, because, oh my goodness, he should have registered a trademark on the <laughs> robot back in the day. Oh, well. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, and and that's another thing. Before we move on, Stranger Things—it's not a—I gave up my Netflix subscription over a year ago, and ha, do not miss it. And sorry, I don't miss Stranger Things either. Just saying, you're kind of done, guys. Netflix—that's the only show they have produced that they've shown any love to at all. Is Stranger oh,
1: Things. I still, I, look, I love Stranger Things, but I was still, I'm still trying to get people to watch Netflix's version of Lost in Space. That is the most brilliant show. They wound up doing, what, two seasons? There's a third one on the way. Mm-hmm. That's what all Netflix will usually do is three. three seasons, and I don't know why the hell they do that. It pisses me off, but because
0: they... Now they think they can show it in perpetuity and not have to keep paying because it's expensive to make content. Doggone it! And they're they're doing it all. They're doing it all with debt for some reason. I guess they got to give all their cash flow to their. Actually, i don't, they probably have to give a good uh-huh. deal of their cash flow to Amazon to keep the bandwidth going. Anyway, oh. I'm just saying. Well, that's basically all the news I got. Okay. Well, what we'll do is we'll wrap this episode right now. I don't know where we are right now, but uh, we'll wrap this episode up. Like I said, back at the beginning, we had all the little places you can find us now. Uh, with, now on YouTube, Facebook, and on Rumble, that gives us three places where you can find videos, so. and yeah, yeah. There is an <laughs> excellent chance that <laughs> if YouTube will, may start cracking down here after the start of the new mm-hmm. year. Mm. We have mouthed off before and they have had no problem at all with pulling people down over old content. So okay. <laughs> Facebook, kind of the same way, but they're
1: they're on their the way, way to like Google is. The way I see it is if they wanna say something to us, that means we're actually going somewhere.
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: I haven't gotten a page yet. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're we're alright. So <laughs> Till next time, boys and girls. Don't what? forget,
1: hit the like button,
0: share, subscribe, comment, whatever. Send do us those money. Things. How do we not have a Patreon account yet? Because we're not that good. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't bother with the
1: We will get there eventually with merch and stuff. We will we will thirty eight and count. Uh, until
0: until next we'll time. Spike. Chris. Chris show. We'll see you next time. Y'all take care.